You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 63, Nine Simple Tweaks to Feng Shui Your Home. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. Today, I wanted to chat with you about nine simple tweaks to feng shui your home. So I'm going to go through nine different things that you can do and tell you a little bit about them. So we'll just jump into it. Number one, fix your squeaks. Now, we're mostly talking about your entry door. So when you go in and out of your entry door... Does it whine or does it squeak when you open or close it? The entry door is the first thing and the last thing that you encounter when coming or going from your home. So the sound is really important. And if the sound, if it makes a sound and it's squeaking, and if the door is crying and it sounds like it's crying, this can affect your mood and your well-being. And you may become so accustomed to the sound that you don't even notice it. So just take a moment. You can even pause this or when you get home, if you're not at home right now, and just go to your front door and notice it because you walk by it every day, just like you may walk by lots of things in your life every day and you don't pay attention to the details. And even this sound that your front door may, may or may not be making, if it does make a sound, it affects your well-being. So oil that door hinge and create more positive energy when you enter and you leave your home. And this also applies to other doors around your home, but the entry door is the most important. Second, I'm going to stay on the front door. Use your front door. So I get this question a lot. You know, I have in America, in the U.S., a lot of people have garages and they come in through the garage door. This isn't the case in Europe or like in New York City or other more urban areas. So, for instance, I actually come in through my front door because I don't have a garage because I live in New York City. But many people live in homes where they drive up to the garage and use the back door to get in. And there's also other cases where it's not a garage, but they still don't use the front door. So this is very convenient, but from a feng shui perspective, this may limit positive energy and opportunities in your life because the entry door is how chi or how energy enters your home and life. So if you're not using your front door and it's not active, that means that the energy has some challenges and difficulty coming into your life. So you're limiting opportunities and energy. So what's the easy feng shui fix? Well, you can simply start using the front door. That doesn't mean you can't use the side door, but make an effort to use the front door if possible every day or what you can at least once a week. And the more often you use it, the better. You simply just can open it and close it when you get the mail or maybe when you take a walk. I would just write it into your regular routine. 
and know that every time you activate and walk through that front door and open the front door, you're opening yourself to more positive energy and more opportunities. So our third tip is in regards to a feng shui water fountain. So a lot of people have heard about, you know, maybe I'll put a water fountain in for feng shui. And this is kind of like a more standard type of adjustment. However, honestly, like I probably don't use it at all when I work with someone privately one-on-one, but it's a good one if it's just a, it's a generic one. And a lot of people like the idea of having a fountain and they think it's very Zen. So if that is something you're attracted to and you're going to do it anyway, because a lot of times I tell people, well, you don't need a fountain, but they do it anyway because they want it. So one is you can have a fountain in your home just to kind of bring in water energy and to have some peaceful sounds. And it doesn't have to be a feng shui adjustment, but if you want to do it for a feng shui adjustment, I'll teach you a little bit about it. So water represents wealth in feng shui. And it also represents how energy flows through your life and how it flows through the world around you and your environment. And energy is wealth, right? So energy and wealth and abundance are all associated. So a lot of people ask me, where is the best place to locate a fountain for feng shui? And according to feng shui principles and BTB feng shui principles, it's best to place the water element, such as a fountain, if you're using it to attract wealth, near the entry of your home. And this means that it could be just inside or just outside. But the most important part about this is that the water should be flowing towards the center of your home. You don't want the water flow to flow out away from your the center of your home because that means that the wealth is flowing away from you. Instead, you want the wealth to flow towards you, flow towards your home, flow into your life. The fourth tip is kitchen cabinets. So take a look at your kitchen cabinets and check to see if they are built up to the ceiling or if the ceiling is dropped like a soffit above your kitchen cabinets. So basically you want to see if there's space between the top of your kitchen cabinets and the ceiling. And it's better feng shui if there's no space above the kitchen upper cabinet so that the cabinets go all the way to the ceiling. Because when you have an opening This is some dead space. This space above the kitchen cabinets attracts dust and stagnant energy, and the chi gets stuck there and encourages stagnant energy to collect, which could hold you back in in life. And one of my teachers also told me it could mean that people are talking behind your back. So if you do have a space, then there's a feng shui adjustment for you. You can place some lighting, some green plants, like very live or realistic looking plants, or some very beautiful and loved objects above um, on that top area above the kitchen cabinet. And whatever you do, be sure to bring mindfulness to the situation. Just don't let them sit there and collect dust because it's not that much better. But you want to have something that creates life and moves the chi and stirs up the energy. And so having something like lighting or green plants, they can be fake as long as they're very realistic looking, or to have some like beautiful objects that you love. These objects will bring life and energy to the stock energy that may be happening above your cabinets. The fifth tip is to 
keep your bathroom door closed. So many people get concerned about the bathroom when it comes to feng shui. And this is because there's this idea, again, about water. And water is related to wealth and abundance and flow. And water comes in and out of the home in the bathroom. So again, we don't want our money to be flushed away. And it's not like a terrible thing, like a place in the ba- the bathroom, because actually when feng shui was developed, a bathroom was much different than it is now. Because in the Western world, I would say my clients spend the most money in the kitchen and second on the bathroom, right? So it's a very, it's a it's a very spacious, often like spa like place of rest and a place to take care of your body and clean your body and. So it can be a positive space. But in any case, you still have a lot of water coming in and out. So an easy way to take care of this is to keep the bathroom door closed and to keep the toilet seat covered down to reduce any effects of water. And it also has a mundane benefit that you have less moisture in the air and less bacteria flying around in the air when you keep the toilet seat closed. So the sixth tweak is to look at where is your bed located. In feng shui, we use the concept of the commanding position. And this governs where you locate important furniture in your home, such as your bed. And the bed is probably the most important piece of furniture to put in the commanding position because when you spend time, like you spend a lot of passive time sleeping in bed, you're very susceptible to the energies around you. You're also resting, so you want to be able to rest properly so you can show up in the world. So to place your bed in commanding position, you want to, while you're laying in bed, you want to be able to see the door while not being in line with the door. So ideally, you want to be diagonal from the bedroom door. Now, this is not always possible. So in the case that you can't, like there's windows or whatever, there's some kind of, like there's a closet or there's other doors, so you can't place your bed in the commanding position, you can find a mirror and locate it so that when you're in bed and you're looking, like you're looking at bed or you're like sitting up in bed with your back against the headboard that you can see the front door reflected in this mirror. So I suggest freestanding mirrors because they're easy to move around and you can get them just right. And if you want to know more about the commanding position, we have articles on the website on holisticspaces.com on the blog. And I think there's another podcast as well. So you can learn more about that. But it's one of the foundational principles of BTB feng shui. The seventh tip is to cover up the TV in your bedroom. So most of us have televisions in our bedroom. It happens. I know there's a lot of people that don't have them anymore. And if you have trouble sleeping, or even if you don't, it's a good idea to cover the television when not in use because there's an active energy about the television as well as electronic aspect. There's like EMFs and that energy is disruptive to the type of calming, quiet energy that's more conducive to sleep and bedroom. So to be able to rest thoroughly when you're sleeping, you can uh, simply cover up the TV if you have to have a TV in the bedroom. And you can do this by placing it inside a cabinet or cabinetry or millwork, or you can find a beautiful scarf or fabric and toss it over the television. The eighth tip, eighth eighth uh, tweak is to clean all your windows. So no matter what time of year, even if it you know it's going to rain tomorrow, I think it's still a wonderful thing to do to 
regularly clean your windows. The windows symbolize your eyes to the world. And it symbolizes how you can see clearly and see with intelligence and wisdom in all aspects of your life and not to have a cloudy view of the world based on your perceptions. So we want to be able to see and experience everything that the universe has to offer to us. We want to be able to see all of the offerings. We want to be able to see opportunities. We want to see the joy. We want to see the beauty and magic of everyday life. So it's as simple as cleaning all the windows. You can find some old newspaper, grab a bottle of vinegar and water, and then just clean it or hire someone to do it. It's a nice treat for you. And it's amazing how this simple task of cleaning the windows can open your eyes and brighten your space. And my last tweak, the ninth one, because nine is our auspicious number in BTB Feng Shui, and it's the final number of completion, is to do a space clearing. So our homes and our environments retain the energetic imprint of those that inhabited the spaces. So that means people that lived here before, people that may have walked through your space, any guests that you have. It also may mean the energy of people that own some of the furniture or items in your house, or also people that, like, ancient peoples that may have inhabited the land that you're on. So it's always good to take some time and let go of some of the old energy to welcome in new and fresh energy and new opportunities, new chi. And one of my favorite methods of space clearing is to burn Palo Santo. Palo Santo is a Peruvian wood, and I just adore the smell. It's delicious, it's very light, and I feel like it's something that I can do on a daily basis. But if you feel like you need something heavier, you can smudge with white sage, or if you want something lighter, you can also try orange essential oil or using orange peels. But I, like I said, I love Palo Santo. It's light and great for everyday use. White sage is heavier for like more heavy-duty space clearing, and orange is great if you need also need something to uplift your mood. So whatever you use, make sure you imagine the space being filled with positive white light. And if you can, take a moment to write down your intentions and your dreams for the future. And so when you clear the space, you want to invite positive white light, positive life-affirming chi into your space. Wow, so we just went through nine tweaks to feng shui your home and hopefully you can do all of these nine simple tweaks to your home or you could do one a week if that's helpful for you too don't let yourself get overwhelmed by it but it could just be one thing that really stood out and resonated with you thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the holistic spaces podcast now you can tune in every monday for a new podcast episode If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.